Welcome to the Giving Light Devotional Podcast. Giving Light is a local church and global equipping center based in the beautiful countryside of central Pennsylvania. This podcast is meant to be encouraging and thought-provoking devotional to empower you in your walk with God and others. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Giving Light Devotional Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Hilton, and today we have a very special guest who is known internationally as a leadership consultant as well as a coach and is also the founder of the Stopped Evaluation Movement. Probably her greatest accomplishment, however, is having the high privilege of being my mom. Now, all joking aside, today she's going to be sharing how we were created to be powerful and how self-governance is necessary to remain positioned for dominion and fruitfulness. As always, we're going to have an accompanying webpage that will have questions, scriptures, and other cool little things that you can use with your time with the Lord. Now let's hear from Dr. Melody Hilton. Hi, this is Dr. Melody Hilton, and I'm so excited to share with you how you were created to be powerful. Really, this is about self-governance. It's about the ability that God gave us to choose. And when we choose those things that align with heaven, we will see heaven's reality be made manifested in our life. And when you realize how truly powerful you are, it brings a courage to your heart. It releases creative abilities. It opens up the door for healthy relationships. So keep listening and discover how you were created to be powerful. Do you realize how you hold the power to govern yourself, to lead yourself effectively? Do you recognize that when we are able to lead ourselves, it empowers us to lead others well? See, self-governance is the highest and most fundamental form of leadership. When we're able to govern ourselves, we are exercising control over ourselves. In Galatians 5, and 23, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, and many people just think, oh, God will do that for me, or this is God's responsibility so that I walk in love and joy and peace and long-suffering. But in actuality, the fruit of the Spirit is a choice I must make. And because the Spirit of God dwells on the inside of me, I learn that the fruit of the Spirit is love. I must choose love. It is joy. I must choose joys. It is peace. Even in the midst of chaos, I must choose peace. It's about long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Do you realize when we control ourselves, we are functioning in the fruit of the Spirit? And I love at the end of that verse, it says, against such there is no law. There is not a law on the books for any state, any nation that says you cannot walk in self-control. In fact, the world around us wants us to walk in self-control because it makes them feel secure. And so self-governance is the armor that I put on to protect my identity, who I am, and my purpose, what I do. 
So the more I walk in self-governance, it is putting a guard around my mind and my heart so I can walk out my identity and my purpose. It allows me to manage my thoughts and my attitudes, what I will or will not accept, the boundaries I establish in my life, my choice to develop my ability. You know the parable of the talents. It was given according to their ability, and each person had the ability to make decisions to store what the master gave them. And the ones who stored it, the ones who governed themselves and increased it, there was reward. In fact, the master gave them authority over cities. But the one who fearfully buried their talent into the ground, and they did not manage themselves, they did not store that ability, then even what they had was lost. Self-governance is about managing my 24 hours a day. Uh, We live in created time. And so each one of us must recognize that Time is a resource that God has given us, and as we store that or govern that or lead that well, we can accomplish so much more because we're walking in self-governance. I want to go to Genesis 1, 26 and 28. In fact, there's something called the law of first mention. And when you look, when God first introduces a truth uh, in the word of God, we can look at that and say that was his intended purpose. And so uh, it is truly our power to choose. Uh, in Genesis 1, 26 to 28, it begins with the beginning of understanding. Genesis 1, 26 says, And God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Now, I really love that because we must realize how valuable we are. We are made in his image and likeness. We're made to be like our creator. And he said, and let them have dominion. That word dominion means to tread down, to subjugate, to prevail against, to reign, rule, and overtake. So he said, I gave you dominion. I created man to have dominion. And there's so many things in this life that we need to put under. There's things that we need to overtake. There's things that we need to rule and reign over. He gave us dominion. And of course, he goes on to say, you have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over all the creeping things that creep upon the earth. And so when you look at that, God said, I created this planet for you. I gave all these animals, all these things on the earth. I gave the land. I gave time. I gave all these resources, and I want you to have dominion over them. It goes on in verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Do you see, he created them as partners, equal partners, and both male and female were responsible to have dominion, to govern themselves and govern resources. Then it says, and God blessed them. Blessed means an empowerment to succeed. God gave you as a man or a woman the empowerment to be successful. And he said, God said unto them, 
Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it and have dominion. And he continues on with creation. But look, we were created to have dominion and walk in self-governance as a man or a woman. Why? So we would be fruitful. So if I govern myself, it is positioning me to be successful in life, to be successful in relationships, to be successful over all the resources that God has given me. So do you see here, there's two areas that we must govern. One is ourselves, and number two is our resources. Do you see there's nothing in this dominance where one human being should have dominance over another human being. Remember, it's over ourselves and over resources, not over another person. When I try to have dominion or control another person, it divides relationships. It opens doors so that I would be an instrument of injustice And I would try to govern what God has not created me to govern. And that's another human being. Where do we govern once again? It's so important to realize my role of governance or power is over Melody Hilton and over everything that God has given me. You see, man was not created to be governed externally. Yes, partnership. (laughs) Uh, Joe and I are partnering to do this podcast. He's not governing over me, and I'm not governing over him. He does his part. I do my part. We partner together. That's what happens in marriage. Husband is not governing or controlling his wife. The wife is not controlling or governing her husband, but they are partnering together themselves and their resources so that they can partner to be fruitful and be successful in relationship. You know, young and old can partner together. Different skills and different abilities partner together. Partnership is one of the most powerful things uh, that we can operate in, but it is not control. See, God never intended for man to be controlled by an external government. Man was never intended to know evil, so there was no need for government because there was no evil. But when man sinned, then mankind began to function in a way that was opposite of the laws of God. Think about it. There was no law that was instituted until Moses. Why was there a law instituted at that time? It was because man didn't govern themselves. Man chose to sin, and he developed an appetite for sin. So then God needed to come in with the laws that aligned up with the thoughts and the ways of heaven and say, guys, you can't steal. You can't kill. You can't bear false witness. And he went through all the laws that were destroying humanity and dividing people and releasing injustice. So God brought law in. See, self-governance is necessary to remain positioned for dominion and fruitfulness. It is our way of partnering with heaven. Think about it. We do the possible God does the impossible. We do what he's called us to do, and he will do what only he can do. 
We must recognize asking God to move while we are inactive is not only entitlement, but it's the opposite of partnering with heaven. See, the man was not created to rule even over his wife or vice versa. That happened after the fall. That happened when fear came. That happened when shame invaded the soul. In Genesis 3.21, it says, Under the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow you shall bring forth children, and your desire shall be to your husband, and he shall rule over you. Do you see anything we desire more than we desire our God will rule over us? So Eve began to live out of a false identity because of sin, because of shame, because of fear, because of self-protective control. But we were not created for that purpose. I remember Joel, he's sitting right here with me and and his little girl, I think she was about three, four years old. And she went to her daddy because see, every human being is created to govern themselves. It's like innately woven into our humanity. And Layla, who was a very strong-willed little girl, uh, she went up to her daddy and she says, when do I get to be the boss? And he said to her, you can be the boss right now. And she said, I can be the boss? And he said, yes, you can be the boss of yourself. See, even as a little three or four-year-old, she had the power to choose. And everything inside of her wanted to walk in that power to choose. See, we're not created to control another. They were created to control themselves. And so when we can lead another effectively to teach them how to walk in self-control, then not only will they be able to be successful and feel really powerful about their lives and, and feel fulfilled, because when you do the right thing, you feel good. When we do the wrong thing, we feel bad. And so we can train our children. We can train and equip those that we lead. And you say, well, what about authority? Aren't we supposed to have authority over someone? But see, authority is the word exosia. And exosia means the right, the privilege, the power, the honor to empower someone else to succeed. See, if I walk in authority... It's not controlling someone else. It's helping to empower them to succeed. I've been a leader and I love leadership. It's one of my greatest passions. But when I use my leadership or my authority or my power to try to control another, I begin to function in an abuse of power. But when I use my power for the good of others, then I'm leading as heaven leads me. Because heaven is all-powerful. Our God is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-wise. And he takes all that he holds to empower us when we respond to him. Empower us to do good. Empower us to respond to his goodness. Doesn't the Bible say it's the goodness of God 
that leads man to repentance. It's the goodness of God that changes the way we think. It's the goodness of God that empowers us to walk in self-governance. And one of the greatest things we can do is take our thoughts and our ways and align them with heaven. In Isaiah 55, it says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts and my ways are higher than your ways. So he's giving us an invitation to choose his thoughts and his ways. Wow, what an encouragement. On the next episode, Dr. Melody will reveal the benefits of self-governance and how we can bring our whole being into alignment with heaven. I hope you've been encouraged and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Giving Light Devotional Podcast. Find more episodes, including notes and questions to further enrich your devotional life at givinglight.org slash devotional podcast. Join our community and conversation on Facebook at facebook.com slash givinglightdevotionalpodcast. Podcast.